Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive members website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is, is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information, and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and check it out today. Hey, what's up everybody? Jay DeVeo coming at you with this week's My Thoughts Monday. And what I want to talk about today is a topic that is kind of you know, picked up in the, in the sexy factor, if you may, in what we do. And that is this idea of us not living in silos and not um, kind of pigeonholing ourselves into certain situations. And I, I want, kind of want to talk today about how that can get us in trouble. Um, and more so how it's probably gotten me into not as great of a situation as I want. You know, we really pride ourselves as a profession that's always driving to learn more and continuing to grow and push and move forward, you know, and do all these things to, to become better. And that's cool, and it's true. And I think that for the most part, you know, as I say this in early June, and this will go out early to mid-June, um, you know, it, it's true. I mean, this is learning season. We run our seminar here, and there's a lot of other great events that are going on. You know, where coaches are flying all over the country and around the world to, to learn and better themselves. Um, but I do think that there's a lot of times where we would be vet, way better off, you know, punting and playing the field position game. 
What do I mean by that? How can I give you an example of that? Well, how about I give you an example of what I'm going through right now? For those of you that don't know, February 20th, I had microfracture surgery on my knee. We can get into what happened and how I got hurt and all that. Probably more of a beer story. But anyway, I'm working with a physical therapist in town. And I think so highly of her that I actually send everyone that I know to her. She's the best. She's awesome. She was here before. Things happened. You know, they moved their practice out. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm there now. She's got all this stuff put together for me. And obviously, you know, with microfracture, it's kind of a unique rehab, right? Because it's not like we're trying to really gain range of motion because that came back really fast. It's more of like being able to do stuff to limit um, like atrophy and issues that come along later if you haven't been exercising. Or at least that's how I see it. I could be wrong. But she was writing my program and she was doing all these things and me being the, you know, king of all kings, know-it-all, hashtag idiot, um, would look at the program, look at how it was written out, and change the order. Or maybe do two sets of 15 instead of three sets of 10. Or whatever it may be. Well, I got to a week where my knee blew up like Professor Klump and freaked me out. So ever since then, it's been by the book. And in like four sessions, I'm back killing it until yesterday where I'm walking to work with the swim club that I work with in the evenings. Don't even take a bad step. Just take a step. Something doesn't feel right. There's bone pain. It's kind of one of those, you know, uh-oh moments. Didn't swell up. Not super tender. I mean, I'm riding the bike right now. <laughs> I'm really, I don't know if I'd even call this riding the bike, but whatever. I'm sitting here lightly spinning because as Rhett Larson so greatly says, motion is lotion. Um, but... I knew something wasn't right, so I went in today, talked to this person, and uh, she's like, listen, I think today's the day that we'd be smarter than dumb, basically, and you just go, go spin a little bit, just get it moving a little bit, we'll game ready and stim, live to fight another day. And immediately, because my mouth moves way faster than my filter, I go, well, you know, I, it doesn't hurt when I'm not doing stuff. Just when I do certain things, I think I can do stuff. And I check myself, and I sat there, and I'm like, shut up. Know your role. You shut your mouth. Um, so I followed what she said, and now I'm spinning a little bit today. And it's already starting to feel better. I say that because there's a lot of people who look at things as though people in the rehab setting may not always be in the best spots or have the best ideas or be doing things the right way, whether it be ATCs or whether it be PTs or whatever. And a lot of strength coaches overstep that bound, that boundary, excuse me. 
and that's not right. One, that can get you in a lot of trouble if you're not working with them, if you're working against them, because they do have licensure, and PTs, whether they're quote-unquote doctors or not in your mind, have a doctor next to their name, so you don't get to decide whether they are or not. They are. But a lot of people still sit there and they say, well, they don't know what they're talking about. Or they don't know what they're doing. Or you're doing things the wrong way. And she brought up an example to me the last time I was in there. Where there's a coach in town working with a kid post-ACL. And he's like, you should be doing more than this. Even though this PT only cleared this person for like upper body and like some abs, core, low back stuff. Because, you know, they're, they're just not at where they need to be based on the procedure they had, you know, for these things to be done, you know, more things to be done. Whether this person hadn't passed simple progressive testing, whether it be girth measurements or hop and stop or whatever, I don't know. I just was told she wasn't ready to do this stuff. Well, instead of being like, okay, let's just do this and then I'll get on the phone with them next time and we can figure something out. This person decides, not only are we going to do what I want to do, but we're going to do as much as you physically can because you can do it. Well, the kid shows up to PT the next day, and her knee's the size of her butt, and the kid's having a hard time walking, there's pain and all this and that. And that's whack. So what I'm, what I'm getting at with all of this is you do need to stay in your lane. Because traffic always flows better when people aren't going in and out of lanes. But you gotta know what's going on in those other lanes because if they need help in one of those lanes from you, you need to be able to change lanes and move over there to help them. Because there are a lot of times where I'm asked to do some things different for student athletes here to help with their recovery. That's part of our job. Like, it's not an attack. We're trying to help the kid get back to playing or back to whatever. And there needs to be middle ground and there needs to be common ground and there needs to be communication and there needs to be things that move it forward. But all too often, we take it as this person doesn't know what the heck they're doing and they're just stepping on our toes and they should only do this, that, or the other thing. When in reality, if we sat down and we had a conversation, we would be able to figure out what's going on and move forward for what's best for the individual involved, the athlete. So, with all that being said, I'm going to try to be less of a knucklehead. I'm going to try to listen better at PT because when I'm doing that, I get better. Imagine that. It's kind of like the same thing we say to our athletes, right? Oh, you're doing what I said and now you're getting better. Hmm. Same thing. And I'm also going to be better when it comes to finding better ways to communicate and figure out how we can better off manage these kids. Because although extremely biasedly, I do think that I do pretty well with it. If I don't do well with it with myself, I probably don't do it well enough for the people that I'm responsible for. And that's the athletes I coach. So 
That's my thoughts for this Monday. I hope it helps you guys and it makes you think a little bit. Would love to hear how you do it, different ways that you approach those situations, different ways that you communicate those things, anything of that sense, because whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you found it worked well, it worked poorly, or it was kind of in the middle, it could help all of us get better. But as always, guys, thank you for everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. We'll see you then.